This is Kevin Burke from the Andy Griffith Show Rerun Watchers Club saying thank you for listening to Burke on Mayberry. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the episode entitled A Black Day for Mayberry. This episode was written by John Whedon and directed by Jeffrey Hayden and aired on November 11, 1963. The episode opens with Barney in the courthouse on the telephone with his beloved Juanita. We hear him hang up and sing a little bit. He goes to look into Mary. He doesn't hold a picture of Rock Hudson with him this time, but he looks at his hair, gets it right like he wants it, then puts his hat on his head, and I find that a little bit funny. Well, two men enter the courthouse, and the one that does the talking is a familiar face. That's Rance Howard, and you may know that that is Clint and Ronnie Howard's real-life father, and he appears in a couple of the Andy Griffith Show episodes. Uh, basically, uh, they tell him they want to wait and talk to Andy because Andy's the sheriff and Barney's not. So they have a little bit of a, a dialogue, and Barney gets mad. And Barney finally sits down and tells him, just go ahead and wait then. Now, there are some inconsistencies on the Andy Griffith Show that appear throughout the episodes, and one's about to happen. And next time you watch this episode, I want you to pay close attention to this. As Opie enters the courthouse in this particular scene, notice as Opie walks by the two men, I would venture to say that those aren't the same two men that we saw enter the door. And there's a couple other differences. Notice that one now has a dark suit on, and they're both wearing hats. Again, you can run this back, and you'll see that when they sat down, they didn't have hats on. But as Opie walks by, one has a dark suit on. They don't seem to be the same faces, and now they're wearing hats. So again, just an error in the way that they filmed the episodes and probably had two people sit in in those same two spots and thought it would go by so fast that no one would notice. Well, uh, anyway, the men do wait to speak to Andy alone, and uh, Andy does come in, and they tell Andy they want to speak to him alone. And here's a couple of other things that I want you to think about. Um, first of all, look at little Ronnie Howard. How mind-blowing this must be for him. He's standing in front of his real-life pa, asking his television pa for a dime. <laughs> that has to be mind-blowing as a young Ronnie Howard. Again, his father's standing behind him acting. He's looking at Andy Griffin, Griffith and ask, actually asking, calling him Pa and asking for a dime. So again, I think that's hilarious. Uh, also, I want you to notice that in many cases, one of the ways he described the character of uh, Barney Fife was that he was childlike. In this scene, both Barney and Opie are asked to leave the room. And in the next interaction... For Barney comes from another young kid, and this is Leon. Now, all of you know that Leon is Clint Howard, Ron Howard's younger brother. So we have both the father and the two sons appearing in this episode. And I'm going to talk about uh, Ronnie at this point and Leon Howard, uh, Clint Howard uh, a little bit later on in the episode. So the men start to leave, and Andy opens the door, and we see Barnes got his near ear pressed to the door, and he's trying to listen in. Again, a childlike thing. And finally, Andy explains to Barney what's going on in the route of the gold truck that's coming through town. And, of course, Barney gets all excited. And, uh, of course, um, Andy tells him it has to stay secret, uh, don't tell anybody. And, of course, the first thing Barney does is he calls his beloved Juanita to cough the, debt, uh, the date. And one way or another, tight lips Barney tells Juanita. Well, in the next scene, we see Barney go over to the Mayberry Motel, and he's, uh, he's in plain clothes, which is his uh, salt and pepper suit, and he's got a, an overcoat over uh, his suit, and Ace is the desk clerk. Now, we see other people play the desk clerk, and we don't expect one person to always be at the front desk at the Mayberry Hotel, but Ace is there at this time, and Barney, in short order, finds out that Ace already knows and, and that the news is already all over town. Uh, as Barney leaves the Mayberry Hotel to go back to the courthouse, kids ask him about the gold, the townspeople ask him about the gold. And here's where I want you to notice another inconsistency. 
as Barney is in the Mayberry Hotel with his overcoat on. Notice it's not wet, it's dry, it looks fine. But as soon as he comes out the door of the Mayberry Hotel, notice his coat is now wet. So uh, unless Asa threw a glass of water on him as he was going out the door, there's really no explanation of why Barney's coat would now be wet. But again, just another Andy Griffith Show uh, inconsistency. Uh, in the next scene, we see uh, Andy drive up in the squad car when he gets out. We notice he's wearing a gun. Again, this is rare in this episode. And again, I'm going to talk about something else rare in the episode. Um, and uh, he goes in to talk to Barney, and he sees Barney's worried about something. And Barney just basically explains he's worried about the word made getting out because he knows he's already leaked it out. So they go and drive to the filling station, and Gomer comes out, and Gomer lets it be known that he already knows about the gold truck. So again... Uh, Andy gets really upset in this scene because uh, he finds out and realizes that uh, uh, Barney's already let it out and that Gomer didn't even hear from Barney. He heard it from Laura Lee Hobbs. So again, another <laughs> another thing that adds to the scene and Andy gets really upset and everybody begins to worry. Well, they go to the next scene. In this scene, we see the crowd that is... Uh, gone outside the uh, courthouse waiting for the gold truck and it's this is hilarious thing there's a lot of people that are all excited they they clap and cheer for almost anything that's said uh, there's even a sign that says maybe he welcomes the gold trucks and he went to the trouble to do that um, but we see this one character named Regis who enters in and uh, he he's appears as a tax protester he has a, a big sign that he's holding now, what I want you to know is that Regis, his real name is really Doodles Weaver. He actually changed his name uh, to Doodles, if you can believe that or not. But um, Mr. Weaver is the brother of the former NBC president, Pat Weaver, and the uncle of the actress Sigourney Weaver. So, again, I thought you might find that tidbit a little bit interesting. So he has a few lines here, and then uh, and Gomer tries to deal with him. He ends, Regis, Regis ends up handing Gomer his sign. And Andy and Barney drive up, and Andy's obviously mad with the big crowd outside. Um, and then all of a sudden, the gold truck comes and stops, and Andy apologizes to the man inside the truck. And, and then we have, have a scene here, and this is another part that's rare that I want you to see on the Andy Griffith Show, where Andy steps probably on the side of the gold truck to elevate himself above the crowd out there, and he's talking to the crowd. Now, if you look in the background on the right, you see both Ron and Clint Howard Opie and Leon standing on the squad car. And this is a cute. These are real-life brothers who aren't playing brothers in the Andy Griffith show, just playing friends. And I want you to notice as the scene goes on that you'll see little Ronnie take care of uh, Clint and make sure he gets off the truck okay. And he, he leans down and uh, says something to him and holds his wrist. You'll see it as you pay close attention. So we go to the final scene, and it's at Wally's, and this is where the gold truck is uh, pulled up and Gomer's standing outside. Barn has to go inside to guard the gold. Andy's going to keep an eye on everything else around out there. So uh, here we see the scene where Barney actually has to go inside the truck. And uh, so they try to do it quickly. The guard inside the truck, the gold comes out, throws Barney the gun, which surprises Barney. Barney falls down almost and has trouble getting in. They have to help him in. It's just hilarious. And again, Don Knotts' physical antics and his facial expressions are just priceless. And that's what made him a star. And then also, uh, Andy's really focused on what's going on outside of the gold truck, and Gomer starts to put gas in, and he puts the gas in the gun port and starts spilling it on Barney, and again, Barney reacts. And then all of a sudden, another group of people walk up to Wally's filling station. Andy calls them sightseers, and he goes to move them along to keep them from coming up. And as any of us would do, with the camera pans back into the gold truck, and Barney's sitting there, and he decides to take a peek at the gold, and when he does, he opens up one of the... The box is holding the gold and sees that it's basically sand and thinks the gold truck has been robbed. 
So at that time, the, the men driving the gold truck come out, and they see uh, uh, they start to let Barney out, and Barney's yelling, and so they realize he's about to give away what's going on, so they push Barney back in, and they rush off with the truck. Well, Andy runs up and finds out from Gomer that Gomer's in the back of that truck, so Andy and Gomer chase after them in a squad car. So here's another rare thing in this episode. We see an actual chase scene involving the squad car. So uh, Andy and Gomer after the gold truck. And again, it, the camera pans inside the gold truck. We see Don Knotts uh, falling all around uh, inside the gold truck as, again, he's trying to uh, stay in his chair. And again, the physical antics of Don Knotts are just unbelievable, and he does a great job with this. So again, uh, they finally, uh, Andy get, takes a shortcut, blocks the truck. He finds out uh, as Gomer is getting Barney out of the truck that uh, the truck was a decoy and, and that uh, they didn't really have to worry. It takes a second to calm, uh, calm Barney down, but they get him to understand what's going on. In the final scene, which a lot of times you don't see on today's television shows because they cut it out for commercials, we see Andy and Barney talking about the situation. Barney's upset because they didn't know the real truth. And Barney is told by Andy that the real gold truck is going through Raleigh. And, of course, uh, Barney says, well, you know, he'll keep it quiet this time. But, of course, the first thing he does is call Juanita about their date, and he lets it slip again that <laughs> the gold truck is really going through Raleigh. So, again, another good episode of the Andy Griffith Show with some inconsistencies that if you watch, you'll see they're rather, uh, uh, rather interesting. And also uh, seeing a father and two sons in the same episode in real life in this Andy Griffith Show, The Howard Family. Uh, one of the things that uh, I want you to try to get in this, on this particular trivia question, I think it's pretty easy if you watch the episode, but try to do this without looking at the episode first. When they go to Wally's filling station, you can easily see the gas pumps. What? is the name of the brand of gasoline on the gas pumps. Again, the trivia question is, what is the name of the brand of gasoline on the gas pumps at Wally's filling station? If you think to know the answer to that, you can email me at burke at imayberry.com. That's B-U-R-K-E at the letter I, mayberry.com. Let me know what your answer is. I'll tell you whether you got it right or wrong. Or you can go to my website, www.burkonmayberry.com, and there you'll see the name of the episode of Black Day for Mayberry, and in parentheses beside it, the answer to this trivia question. If you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to contact me at burke at imayberry.com. I really appreciate the comments I've been getting. And as always, my best to you and yours, and thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry.